Okay, we back. Yes. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Nappy of the Kings podcast. Yeah, we're gonna let this one ride out for a second. First verse type shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hope y'all doing great. We're gonna just get this little conversation going. This is gonna be a short one. RP John Singleton, RP Nip. This one a very conversational one, you know. I mean, not so much about uh black excellence this time. This one is gonna be just really about you know grief and how to get over it and what do you do in a time of grief. With this being May 2nd and May being mental health awareness month, um, you know, you just gotta check your mental and make sure that your mental is on point. So you know, because, like I said, man, R.I.P. to John Singleton, a, a great, great filmmaker, director, uh, writer, just, just, you know, just an incredible man and a, and a legendary king in his own right. Let me get this music going. So, yeah, like I was saying, you know, um... Man, John Singleton, man, director of Boys in the Hood. You know, that was my first time ever really experiencing L.A. And as y'all know from my from my jail experience, man, L.A. is just so real when it comes to this gang culture. And he just brought a light. And the words that he was using, you know what I mean? To say gentrification at that time... You know what I mean? To try to put the people on is excellent, man. Your legacy, you know what I mean, will live forever, man. And I know, I know it's kind of, I don't think you really got your just due, bro. Shout out to Spike Lee, because Spike held it down. I don't think you got your just due, because the last real thing we heard about you was a confrontational scene in the Tupac movie that you might have been one to put in with uh with a gay rape scene in Tupac's movie and it was just like it wasn't a good light to be shed on you when you've done so many excellent things so I don't think you're getting your just due but I'm glad that people are able to look back on the movies and know how great you were of a creator and that it only came out of you know, it was no malicious intent. Whatever whatever you were trying to do. Hopefully it wasn't. But 
to not even bring up the negative, to just keep it on the positive level. You know, my favorite, my favorite John Singleton movie out of all of them, I have a list of them right here. So he's done Boys in the Hood. He's done Too Fast, Too Furious. He's done Poetic Justice. He's done Baby Boy. He's done Higher Learning, Four Brothers, Shaft, Abduction, Hustle and Flow, Rosewood, Black Snake Moan, Illegal Tender, Badass, Beverly Hills Cop 3. This goes on and on, you know, because like this guy was just a legend. You know, he has a he has a series out right now called Snowfall, which is about uh, Freeway Rick and just the cocaine epidemic in L.A. back in the 80s. So that's all to be said that this guy was the the youngest nominated director and the and still the youngest nominated director uh, for an Academy Award, I believe, for Boys in the Hood at 24. You know, it's incredible what the youth was doing back then. Like Tupac died at 25 with so many things up under his belt. John Singleton at 24 is is uh is cast is the is nominated. You know what I mean? And and not only nominated, but he's putting on black actors. I mean, I think that's the most key part that I'm leaving out that we all know. He put on Ice Cube. He put on Tyrese. You know what I mean? He he put on uh uh who who else you want to say, man? What's, what's your boy name? Snoop, Tupac, Samuel Jackson. I mean, Terrence Howard. Man, a legend, man. A legend, to say the least, man. So to, to, to tie it all in, man, let me get back to it, man. Dealing with grief, because it was very hard for me to deal with Nipsey's grief, it can either take you down a sad path or lift you up and you can carry the torch that your mentors have left. You understand me? So, you, you got to stay true to you, bro. You know, I was watching this, this Richard Pryor called, this Richard Pryor documentary, shout out to Showtime on Hulu. It's called Omit omit the logic and Richard Pryor is a genius I mean from what what part of comedy hasn't he touched from being a crackhead to being a, a, a black panther you know he's he's let you inside you know he's the true definition and I also watched this documentary on Teddy Pendergrass and I never knew that Teddy Pendergrass was the leader, was the lead singer of, Helvet, of Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. Special, special story about Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. Y'all know I love to entertain. Y'all know the whole goal is to end up acting and end up leaving a legacy with movies. I used to watch, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Ice Cube. I used to watch Next Friday all the time, right? And when Pops got stuck on the freeway, 
The song that came on was Bad Luck. That's what you got. That's what you got. You got bad luck. That's what you got. That's what you got. You got bad luck. Bad. And I never knew that low key was TP. I never knew that was Teddy Pendergrass. And now that you listen to it, that's definitely him. But I always thought it was Harold Melvin. Why wouldn't it be? He's the leader of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. I don't see Maze singing songs. Maze is the band. Frankie Beverly is the one that's singing. I see Morris Day singing, not Time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it'd be different. It was just Earth, Wind, and Fire. And it's like, okay, everybody got an equal part. But it's obvious that Harold Melvin is, you know what I mean, the engineer of this train here. No, 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 no. TP, baby. TP. And what the documentary showed, why I wanna, why I wanna talk about grief in the documentary and, and Teddy Pendergrass is because he went through so many triumphs. You know, Richard Pryor went through so many triumphs. And right now, even with fighting a case, it's like I'm going through triumphs with even people in my life. It's like, it's like, bro, if you're not up, people will really kick you when you're down. And you cannot let it phase you. You, you just can't. Man, I seen this one interview with Kevin Hart. Let me, let me pull it up real quick, man. Oh my God, the most, he, he said the most realest thing and it's so good when you hear interviews like this because it lets you know, okay, I'm not crazy. Okay, Kevin Hart said it. it he's a good guy. I must be doing something right because this is literally how I've been thinking and I literally just, I've been doing this 90 to 10 thing where you sit back 90% of the time and you talk 10%. So you really listen. You listen 90% of the time when you're in a conversation, which forces the other person to talk. But it's like, I would rather you talk and get to know you then just talk about something dumb. And I would rather listen to what you gotta say. And when I'm listening to people, bro, especially during a, let's say, discussion and, and the topics you guys don't agree on, it's like, you'll ask somebody, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Kevin explain, man. It's hilarious. Just try next time that you're in the argument with somebody, ask them why. And if they can't answer you why, then there is no point in talking to them because they just like being negative. But if you wrong, say you wrong. You know, understand that you wrong. If their reason to why is a good reason and it outtops your reason, then, then okay, sometimes you're wrong and it is okay to say, hey, I was wrong. Thank you for guiding me in the right direction. But I'm gonna let this interview play out. And just tell me if you've ever heard, you know, you can, you can follow me on Keep it underscore, underscore, underscore G on Instagram. Please just comment on one of the pictures, man. Tell me what y'all think. My stories are always lit. So here we go. See, people yeah. want to see the anger. Yeah. And, and you know, where... Why do you think that is? 
Because it's just the times. It's it's that's what's cool now. What's is that cool? what it is? What's cool is, it... is being negative. You know how you always have some people. This is a great example. How you have people. Me and you can talk about a movie, right? We can talk about Titanic. Wow, man, Titanic, one of the biggest movies of all time. Fucking great movie. Yo, yes, it was a great movie. And one guy, for no reason, go, I fucking hated it. <laughs> you, why? You ain't like Titanic? Fucking bullshit. Why? Man, I ain't got, yeah, I know why. <laughs> now tell me, why, why'd you hate it? I ain't got time to talk to you about that. The cool thing is just being different. I want to I wanna be completely opposite than all these Contrarian. positive people. You know what? No, no, yeah. no. That shit was ass. <laughs> what? Why? Why? Why was it ass? You have people that just like to do that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, and what happens when one person does it, another person for no reason at all goes, yeah, me too. Yeah, that shit was ass, man. I ain't, I ain't like it either. Did you see it? What y'all talking about? <laughs> you don't even know what they're talking about. But you just want to hop on the negative train. Right. Because that's what's cool. It's not Why is that cool, man? Nothing about that is cool, bro. Why wouldn't you want to hop on a positive train? Why wouldn't you try to see the light in something? And that's what John Singleton did with his hood. That's what Nipsey did with his hood. Yeah, we on slossing. Yeah, we banging. You know, it's so funny that actually John Singleton and Boys in the Hood used the same corner store Nipsey grew up on and used to go get liquor out of all the time. It's in a doc. It's in a, a interview with Nipsey, and it's just so ironic that they both died thirty days apart. Both LA legends. Both accomplished everything at a very young age. You know what I mean? And Back to the grief and handling it, it's how do you handle it? Because I know some people that when somebody significant dies close to them, they don't know how to handle it. It's a very, very bad situation. They crumble. They fold. They don't stay 10 toes down and execute the plan. They don't, they don't continue the marathon. Yeah, I was down. I was down for about three weeks. And I know GB doing some very inconsistent things. Princesses and princes, please. Whatever you doing, stay consistent. Whatever you start, finish it. Whether it's a book, whether it's a sport, whether you don't want to do it. At a young age, just finish it. Because when you grow up, you'll learn to finish everything you'll start. Very self-discipline, you know, and it's like, man, it feels like only certain things motivate me, like uh, like cert certain people in my life motivate me to start and finish things, you know what I mean? And if those people are in your life, make sure you keep them in your life, you know what I mean? Make sure that you express to those people, thank you for being in my life, thank you for giving me live motivation. Because it's not cool to be positive and you don't know what type of negative day they having and what type of what type of thing you can do for their day. What type of, you know, what type of gift of joy you can bring to their day by just telling them, you know, you the reason why I keep on going. You know what I mean? Shout out to my mom, shout out to my pop, shout out to Tino. 
You know what I mean? Shout out to uh, shout out to the money never stopping. You know what I mean? Just shout out to all them special people in my life, man. You know. Uh, shout out to my little brother, of course, man. And and the thing is, man, you might you might have run-ins with the homies, but it's like if you wrong, say you wrong. Try to talk it out with the homie. But if the homie just want to get up and leave. Then there's no talking. If the homie just want to fight, then there's no talking. Now, if you really don't care about this homie, I would never suggest violence. But, you know, I was going to do this podcast on child abuse because it was just a child abuse case. And I don't know what people classify as child abuse, but I was raised off of a good ass whooping will keep you in place. Thank you to my dad. Thank you to my mom for beating my ass down them stairs that one time. You understand me? It was many a times I got my butt whipped, but mom, you already know, man. I, I <sighs> man, it was a Verner's, dude. I was sick and it wasn't pop. Okay, it was it was medicine. But my mom told me, Gary, don't drink no pop in the morning. So I go ahead and crack open the Verners. Because it's not pop. It's ginger ale. <laughs> Dude, my mom heard that. It was over. I came back upstairs thinking everything was sweet. Trying to iron out my clothes for school. Gary, what's that in your hand? It's a ginger ale, mom. <laughs> Yo, she's... Oh my God! I don't even know if I, I don't want to snitch on my mom. You know what I mean? This well, it's not even snitching, man, because this was this was you know statutes of limitation, man. This is way over seven years ago, and because of my mom, you know what I mean? I, I graduated college, man. So thank you for all the whoopings because the whoopings definitely saved me. They definitely kept me motivated. They and and thank you for always telling me to and, and pops. You know what I mean? Thank you for always telling me do it right the first time. You won't have to do it again. You know what I mean? Just do it right, bro. Start what you finish, man. You know, a lot of a lot of legends are dying young, unexpected, untimely. When you look back at your life, what have you done with it? Have you left your thumbprint like Teddy Pendergrass did? Have you left your thumbprint like Richard Pryor did? Teddy Pendergrass left, left Harold in the Blue Notes because he was being cheated out of his money. First of all, they was just the Blue Notes. Then out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, one day they go to sing and the announcer goes, Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. And everybody looking like, what? But the thing was, yeah, Harold Melvin was... A lead singer, but he ain't had none of the hits like Teddy did. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, people will hate. You have Eric Holders in the world. You know, you got people that try to hold you back. So what you do, you exit that. You start your own thing, bro. You do your own thing. And yeah, man, sometimes it may not look like it's working out at first. 
but just hold it down, bro. Stay 10 toes down. Don't fold. The game is going to test you. It's not what's on you. It's what's in you, bro. And what's in you, they can't take from you. So if you keep going hard, it's going to pay off. Because there's not enough hate in the world to block out your love, your shine. Whatever you're doing, bro, just keep going hard. As long as you're not harming nobody, God got you. You got to go hard, man. Whatever you're passionate about, go hard. Make sure you leave your thumbprint on that. I, I encourage y'all to watch Teddy Pendergrass, If You Don't Know Me. I encourage you to watch Richard Pryor, Omit the Logic on Showtime documentaries. If you got Hulu, then you got Showtime. I mean, these, they, they just show you how, how it's done. You know, from a kid, from Richard Pryor just being young and from his mom and dad being pimp, you know what I mean? Being in that situation, pimps and, pimps and prostitutes. And that's why his comedy hit the way it hit. You know what I mean? He really changed the game because he was genuine to himself. Stay yourself. You don't have to change, bro. You don't have to change. I understand it's, it's low-key not cool to be yourself no more. <laughs> you, just, you just hopping on the bandwagon. You don't even know what people talking about, bro. And not necessarily say you, because... If, if you listening, then obviously you, you waking. But I'm saying these people, man, they not even, they not even hip to what's going on. They just want to follow. They just want to follow. They don't want to lead. And I understand if you following a great leader, because every leader once was a, was a great follower, took notes. But you also have to lead your way. You also have to have your own trailblazing path, man. I do this podcast to motivate, you know what I mean? Because so many times have I been told, oh, gee, you should write that down. But, and then my response is, oh, man, this is in me. Like, this is, what I, this is what I think all the time. Never did I know I could get paid for, for just encouraging the people. So why not, man? We all, we all are royalty. We all nappy-headed royalty. Kings, queens, princesses. Princes, you know what I mean? We are all here to make something happen. Just stay passionate, stay 10 toes down at 24. It may not happen at 24. It may take you till 44, like Morgan Freeman. But one thing you can't do is get stuck. Whether the hard times hit you or the good times is rolling, Always stay humble. Always stay humble. It's been so hard for me to get over this nip. I mean, I watch one of his videos, you know, more than one of his videos every day. You know, I listen to his music every day. I barely put on a new artist. You know what I mean? I, I, I try not to, you know what I mean, think about it too much, but he was 33, you know what I mean? And he's got, he's got, videos to just show you the excellence that he was preaching and i promise you i'm gonna get these youtube videos up pretty soon but man bro 
Nip, thank you so much. John, thank you so much for everything you've done, man. You just have to keep on going, man. Whatever you're doing, wherever you at right now, even if things ain't looking up, just know, bro, this time will pass, bro. This is a lifetime. Don't worry about this 15 minutes. You got a whole day. Don't worry about this 15 minutes, man. You got 80,000 in the bank and you loan somebody $10 and they don't give you that $10, you gonna go chase them down? Or you gonna go make that 10 back and, and invest that 80 that you got in the bank? Obviously they needed that, 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 that 10, bro. You got 80, go ahead and invest. You, you make smarter moves, obviously. So you cannot get stuck on stupid. Not to say that grieving is stupid because grieving is hard, but at a certain point, you have to continue their marathon because they don't want you to be sitting there. They don't want you to be sitting there, man. And maybe you didn't end things right with that person. I, I personally never got to meet Nip one-on-one and, and chop it up with him. I never got to shoot a podcast with him, which was definitely a goal of mine. But I know he looking down. I know he's... His energy is everywhere and he's like, yo, keep it going. Cause I can I can hear you now. Now I'm in you. Nip man, John, thank you so much for showing black excellence in our community. For showing hustle and flow. For showing illegal tender. Even even illegal tender being, you know, what I mean, um, of the other, you know, of the Latino ethnicity, you dig? It was still like, it was still dope. Thank you for showing us Rosewood. Thank you for Shaft. Thank you for putting Detroit on, bro. Thank you, bro. You know what I mean? Four Brothers, classic, underrated classic movie. Tyrese, Andre 3000, Mark Wahlberg, classic. Thank you for showing us higher learning and how even in college, it's hard for a black man to escape reality. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nip, thank you. You know, I'm going to keep this one short, man. Shout out to my mom for telling me, you know what I mean? Lower it down to like 30 minutes. Shout out to my pop for putting me on uh, <laughs> some NPR podcast, Planet Money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is Nappy Headed King's podcast, man. And uh, shout out to Anchor, shout out to Spotify, shout out to all the listeners, man. I hope y'all have a wonderful day. I hope everything in your life is great. I hope all your wishes come true. Princesses, princes, just handle that test. It's going to be all right. You got to study. You can't just be studying the night before, bro. You notice. Know Look at your sister. You know, girls, are, I feel like girls are so much smarter than boys. I don't know what it is, but y'all smarter and we stronger. That is it on God. Like, that's the only reason why y'all don't run the world. Because we'll put y'all in the head like, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But uh, but <laughs> uh, uh, what I'm saying is, man, yo, princesses and princesses, you know, study up. 
The world is yours. Humans, y'all have a great day. You know, our birth, we all have to just love one another. You know what I mean? Even when times are hard, even when you not, even when you're not in the right space with certain people in your life, man, you only got one life. You only live it once. If these people ain't rob you, you know, betray you, disrespect you to the utmost degree, man, talk it out, man. Love that person while they're there because you just don't know, man. Right now, it's untimely death. Right now, especially during May, it seems like right now, I got that feeling of what are you going to do? What are you about to do right now? That's how it feels. It feels like, are you going to, the ball is in your hands. Is you going to fold? Or is you going to continue the marathon? I got to continue my marathon. For Nip, for me, for you, for my little brother, for our community. So, you know, with that being said, man, you know, our birthplace is earth. Our religion is love. Our race is human. We are all the same. We are all visitors of this planet. Your ass is gonna go. I love y'all, man. I hope y'all have a great week. Uh, happy Friday Eve. Be safe this weekend. Let me get something for y'all to ride out to.
days in the studio we slay but this shit we gotta say staring in the space that you fishing for a phrase uninspired and your mind still is all a paper chase first you over dedicate then you notice that you're great and you've been the whole time and it slapped you in your face then you stacking in your safe got it cracking it was fake now you the definition nigga laughing to the bank i'm a master of my fate plus i'm the type of nigga on the masters to my taste i'm in nevada for the day i caught a flight from philly we just sold out tla Fresh up off the stage on my way to B of A. A and B, we LA, tryna eat, we the way. Look, young Nip, see the great, never talk. Had a drink, I just lead to the lake. It's 80-something degrees in LA. Fuck it, time to put some jet skis on the lake. Look, I got a team at my bank. I don't even need an ID at my bank. This used to be a dream we would chase. I know Jay Stone and Copy Supreme could relate. I know the whole team could relate. I know Evan McKenzie and Brian Lees could relate. Let's get that. No, let's get that. Oh, come on, don't cut off on me, Nip. Don't do it to me, title. I'm trying to preach the black excellence here. You can't cut off on me in the middle of the podcast, dog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Well, listen, man. Snappy Hitter Kings podcast. I love y'all. Be smooth. Third time's a charm. We're going to try it one more time. If that's not it. I catch y'all next week, man. Be smooth. Safe weekends. Always. Love. Let's go. Don't stop. Get money. Come on. Number one. Come on. Let's get money. Come on. Number one. 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 Let's get it. Nappy headed kings, we back. Uh oh, we got the YouTube viewership going. We get it. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh no. Never sell out. Never sell out. Shout out to the YouTube. Sometimes you gotta talk that talk. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to Anchor. Nappy headed kings. I feel you, Swiss. <laughs> Let's get it. 
I'm a herbalist. Coming from the ghetto. Yes. Nappy Headed Kings Podcast. We back, man. Let's get it. Oh my gosh. Welcome. Well, obviously, it's the debut episode of G having some uh, a camera to do his YouTube thing on. So hopefully, we looking crispy, we looking clear. It's a little hot in here, so you might see my forehead glistening a little bit, but it's okay. We're going to make it work, baby. Okay. Listen, man. It's been a hell of a week. You know, not that much has been going on as far as news. So I've had a lot of time to just think, you know. And um, for some reason, you know, one thing that's popped up on my mind often, often, often this week is... Get that right real quick. There we go. So one thing that um one thing that's been popping up on my mind, man, is freedom. Freedom, the risk you're willing to take, the reward behind it, and really and really when I say freedom, I mean um, incarceration, you know what I mean? Wasted time, uh, police, police brutality. Because one thing that popped up to me was, shout out to Kim K, you know, for, um, for getting some people home, man. She's, she's been working on this judge thing. And as funny as, you know, Kim K's career or whatever you might call it has been, I give her respect when, when, when it comes to doing these real things that help the community. You know, like she got this, uh, this guy named Eric Belcom. He was sentenced to life at 29. He is now free, back with his family. You know, she got uh, a young fellow named Jamel Kare, uh, I believe was his name. And he did 11 years on cocaine charge. He's now free. And yeah, I understand it was a cocaine charge, but at the same time, these are charges that if you are less melanin, then you get scotch-free on. I mean, it's been plenty of movies made, American made, starring Tom Cruise, of guys that deliver dope and get off scotch-free. But the black man who's trying to help out his family, who has no other way to actually make a fast, income dollar, whether his education be 
to the ranking of where it needs to be for that higher education, you know, it seems like it's always an obstacle or a bridge in our way. And Kim, I just, I, I got to salute you on that, you know? You know, I was just talking to my cousin, my cousin Denny, man. I love you, man. Thank God he's coming home, man. I haven't talked, you know, I haven't talked to my cousin Denny, seen him face to face since maybe I was nine, man. He, he, been in the, he been in the pen for 17 years. And every time he called me, I can't wait to push five. Like, I, I get so excited when I see that no caller ID. I'm so happy that, I'm so happy that the, uh, the, the credit card companies, you know, the bill collectors, they started doing numbers. They started doing actual like 313 numbers instead of 1-800 numbers or even 1-800s. So it's cool because I know when it's a no caller ID, I don't really keep a lot of people blocked on my phone. You know what I mean? So when it's a no caller ID, I know nine times out of 10, I'm finna press five at, when I pick up this phone. You know what I mean? And it's no greater feeling than knowing that he's about to come home. You know what I mean? After 17 years and... I'm definitely going to get an interview with him just so that way, you know, y'all can hear and just see what life is like on the inside. Because so many people think that shit is cool to go, you know, in our community, it's almost, it's almost cool. It's almost like a privilege to go to jail. You know, they, they treat, they treat the incarceration system as if it is school. The nerd is looked at as weak on the block. The one that goes to a nice high school, to a nice college, to a nice middle school, who gets good grades, he's the nerd. He's not looked at so cool. But whole time, this nerd, if we put some of this drug money behind him, some of that real dollar, just how the other people got their dollar, the less melanin people got their dollar with bootlegging, you know what I mean? And how the Kennedys got it in. Bro, that nerd could be so... He, he could provide so many jobs to get y'all off the block. To, so that way y'all reinvestment is good. And it's like, I just... You know, th this week, man, it gave me a lot of time, man. To just look at life and weigh out risk and reward. And how we have to keep on pushing, even when there's obstacles in the way. Even when people try to stop you. You know what I mean? Just before I was recording this podcast, the police had somebody pulled over. My car was kind of parked in the red zone a little bit. But I just came home to do laundry real quick and I was in and I'm out. You know, less than two minutes, literally. I go downstairs, I put my laundry in the load. I come back upstairs, I see the police right there. I go to talk to the police, say, hey man, I'm about to move this car. He says, yeah, after I get done with it. Because he was walking up to the car. So I seen him walking up to it, but I'm saying like, you know what I mean, before you even get your ticket book out, let me just let you know I'm about to scoot it up real quick. I got a, I got a little spot right here, I'm about to go park it. I, I, I tell him that in a very respectful way. Hey, officer, I'm about to move the car right now. Okay, after I get done with it. Now, y'all know how Gary like to jump stupid. Y'all know how I like to jump stupid. 
I'm sorry, YouTube viewership. It, it, I'm not used to the whole camera being on my face right now, so I'm kind of talking into my phone real quick, but we're going to get there. Work with me. Y'all know I like to jump stupid at, at stupid shit, like, because I'm very educated, and when I say jump stupid, I have to get my wording right, because I really don't mean jump stupid. I mean, I just like to question, why are you doing what you're doing? Is it really because it's part of the law, or is it because you have something against a black man wearing a cashmere sweater, driving a nice car? What, what's, what's your real thing? Yeah, I accept responsibility. You could just be doing that because the car is parked in the red zone. But I guarantee you if I was one of these little white chicks and I came up to you, oh, Mr. Officer, I'm about to move it right now. It would be no problem. You know why I know it would be no problem? Because I've been in the car with white girls and the officer has not talked to me. He's just talked to the white girls, even though I'm driving. And I just shut up. Let them handle that. Go ahead. I'm thankful she in the car. Because you the reason why I'm getting out this ticket. And whatever you want to say towards me, go ahead. Say it. As long as you don't give me no ticket, bro. I don't even care. This time, it didn't go as planned. You know what I mean? It went like, after I get done with this, you can get it. Now, I'm parked in the red zone. I didn't even realize, like, this could be a $500 ticket. This could be a $120 ticket. I mean, it's not necessarily... A fire hydrant, but it's a red zone. It's painted, so I'm I'm just a little bit skeptical because I don't know. So I say no problem, sir. I bag up and go to the crib because obviously there's no talking to you, Glendale police officers. I've learned that from trying to go get a smoothie. You guys don't believe in warnings. Y'all just go ahead and make the call to action, execute on that play. It's a bitch nigga play that you execute. No, excuse my language, princesses and princes. Excuse my language. I know that y'all on the way to school or y'all coming back from school. Excuse my language. But you got to understand that you got people in this world that make you switch up your language. And sometimes even switching up your language still won't connect. So it's no choice but you go back to your regular natural on how your instinct thought is. I've been so nice to you. We live in California. It's a sunny day. This is obviously a little mistake. I'm moving my car right now. Now, I'm just going to leave the car there. Since you've already ticketed it, might as well leave it right there. Because if I move the car, who knows? You might just give me another ticket on a moving violation. I don't even need that in my life, man. I'm okay. I'm about to shoot my podcast today. I'm not trying to... Come out of jail on Monday I'm not trying to do that I'm about to go to a Cardi B Fashion Nova party right now I'm not Worried about The police Ironically The ticket came out to $64 Y'all know how much I love 64 Impalas Think that's a sign that that should be my next car (laughs) So It's just funny man you know, but like I said, man, a wasted mind is the devil at play, man. You know what I mean? Wasted time is the devil on your mind. There's so many things. If I didn't have other things to accomplish today, that I could have just went into it with that police officer. 
And even though the day I did go to jail, I had other things to do. My little brother was coming in town. I just didn't know. You know, and you have to live by experience. But I'm going to let you know right like this, royalty family. For you to do the same thing and get the same negative result is for you to be insane. You have to try different things for different positive results. Obviously, like I just told y'all, there was no talking to dude. And I don't know Kim K like that, so I can't really get her to free me up. <laughs> you dig? So, man, I just want to tell y'all that, you know... Uh, oh, you know what? How, how dare I go without even saying um, to all my Muslim brothers and sisters, happy Ramadan. You know, I'm trying to participate in, uh, in the fasting it is not the easiest thing to, to people that don't know what Ramadan is. It's a, it's a fasting for a month in the Muslim religion. And I believe, let me get, let me get, up, my, uh, let me get up my facts right now. Check, tell y'all how long Ramadan goes for. So Ramadan goes for, it starts, um, as far as I know, Uh-oh. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know when it... Let me, let me type in Muslim. Muslim. Muslim fasting. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Huh. Dang, bro. They got a lot of facts. Okay, right. So it lasts a month, which I like that's what I said. It lasts it lasts a month. But it's very hard because it's not the simplest thing. You have to give up all pleasures. I'm going to give y'all a basic rundown. <coughs> okay, a basic rundown of Ramadan is it lasts um for a month, 29 to 30 days. From what I've been told is you don't eat, you don't drink water, you don't do any eating, anything of consumption from the hours of believe, 4.30 a.m. till 7.30 p.m. Can't eat, can't drink water, can't have a donut, can't have anything. So it is very disciplined, you know what I mean? And honestly, I was talking to my Muslim friend about this and... um. You know, I feel like a lot more youth or a lot more people would be into Muslim if it wasn't for such the discipline. Because, honestly, I can get over not eating bacon. I don't eat chitlins. Now that I understand where it came from with slavery and us being given the leftovers, it's like, okay, I'm cool on that. You know what I mean? But just, man, not drinking water from the moment you wake up till 7.30, not having any vices, whether it be smoking, drinking, um, sex, what, what, whatever, you know, it's, it's like, 
it's tough, man. It's tough, and I'm not gonna lie. I did like I did too. I'm on I'm on my day three, but today I accidentally cheated. You know what I mean? And I and, and that's the thing. I'm a beginner, and it's like I'm trying to jump in here cold turkey. So yes, I do allow myself to make mistakes, but I don't allow myself to keep on making mistakes. Today I had a drink of water, and I had a donut. But the police made me mad, and I realized that ah. This is all a part of fasting. You can't make excuses as to why you break your fast. You can't make excuses as to why you don't have the rent. People don't care. They don't care, bro. They want to see that money. For yourself with the fasting, you should want to know how far can I push myself? How much discipline do I have? It should not be any excuses. That's one thing that we do too much. We give ourselves too many excuses and then we laugh at them. Oh, black people ain't lazy. We did 400 years of slavery. Okay. But you didn't do that 400 years of slavery. Your ancestors did. You knew. You young. You 25 and alive. You got plenty of energy. Get your ass out there. Get that dollar, man. Stop asking her for a dollar. (laughs) <laughs> but it's just And I understand man People get People get misconstrued Lost in life Everything is not fair bro None of this is fair And don't ever judge another man Because you don't know that man You wouldn't trade Yours for his I wouldn't trade mine for yours You wouldn't trade yours for mine Everything may look sunny and bright, man. Everything may be, oh, oh, G got a podcast going on now. G out in L.A. now. You don't know nothing, man. G make it happen. As so should you. That's what I'm here for. So y'all can progress and document my progress. And see that this can happen for you. See that I didn't did some dumb mistakes. See that it wasn't always good for me. I had to go ahead and cut my hair. I had my hair grown out for two years. I was nervous that I was gonna lose my hair, man. Went through a went through a relationship with somebody I love. That didn't go out well. I started stressing, start losing hair. I know my dad lost his at 23, but you know what I mean they was going through their whole little NWA perm everything phase. So you know that's on them with all the chemicals. But the point is, the point is. You don't know somebody else's situation, bro. So what only thing you can do with your situation is get up and start your marathon. You know, like, thank God, man. Thank, thank God for Nip, man. Thank God he left a blueprint, man. Because I feel like the youth, the youth is so lost, man. We get, we get so focused up on clout chasing, you know what I mean? You know, I had I had some people I met out here in LA, man. You know, this I feel like LA's so LA's so so fickle. You know, it's not cool, bro. These cats, they'll smile on your face one moment, man, and, and, and take off on you in the next. And you've done nothing but stay ten toes down. So in that scenario, you have to know that it's the four agreements now. That I just can't take this personal. 
Let me read you all the four agreements real quick. It's a great book. I'm going to give y'all a little summary of what they mean. Okay. Let me see. The four agreements. One, be impeccable with your word. That means say what you mean. Two, don't take anything personal. So when everybody that you've been cool with switch up on you, start acting funny, you stay 10 toes down. Know that that's the game testing you right now. You can do two things. You can, you can use that frontal lobe and you can do your flight or you can do your fight. And you got to choose smart. You know, they, they, they call that new fight or flight concept. <laughs> Most people know it by that song. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Know when to walk and know when to run. But you got to know how to play it smart. You got to know that you're going to always bounce back. And sometimes I get it, bro. You don't know. You think this man that had life in jail knew that <laughs> Kim K would be his savior? The chick who shot a porno with Ray J? Come on, bro. Only thing he had was hope. How I get to Chicago for Columbia? I was never smart in school. All my friends will tell you that. But I had hope. I know I can network. I know I can touch some people. I know my word speaks volumes. Because a lot of these cats don't say what I'm saying. And it's a difference when you're saying it. And it's a difference when you're practicing it. I practice what I preach. I mean, I used to not even preach. But I feel like. Just watching all these, all these suckers, you know what I mean, make, make so much maneuver or, 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 or it seems like they getting blessed while I'm staying stuck. But once again, that goes to me not even living in my own concept. I can't worry about what they doing. So matter of fact, let me go ahead and go 10 toes down with mine. Let me start up my movement. Because cool, that's all good. And on top of that, that's all an act. Most of y'all live on Instagram. I barely live on Instagram. I use Instagram for a promotional type of uh, social media outlet. I don't care about your 13,000, your 500,000 followers, bro. It's 9.5 billion people in this world. I'm sure you could conjure up 500 fake people. 500,000 fake people. I don't care about that, bro. I'm looking for the genuine. I'm looking for the ones that stay 10 toes down. That's who I preach to. The ones that go to work every day and hustle hard. That's who I'm preaching for, to let you know you're on the right path. Whatever little passion you got started up, save up your money. Always invest in yourself. Always bet on yourself. Emory Jones. Always. And you will become successful. Man, I can't wait to drop these new colognes I got coming out. Y'all go ahead. Man, I got some, some nappy-headed podcast merch coming out. I got some sweaters coming out, man. I can't wait for y'all to, you know what I mean, really 
just be a part of the movement. We can all can connect, man, because <laughs> it's so funny, man. This world that we live in is is it's so blurry now, man. It's not it's not the same. It's not the same. You know? And and I feel like yeah, I'm youth, but I've always hung around the older guys. So I'm so I'm not really trying to preach to my youth. I feel like I'm older than I really am. I'm I'm only 25, you dig? But I don't really go off of that's just how many seasons I've lived. That has no testament to where my mind is at. Cause some cats be 32. Still in front of the liquor store. Wouldn't dream to come out to LA. Wouldn't even dream to go downtown in a city. Minus LA. It's some cats that's just stuck on Crenshaw. It's some cats that's just stuck on 79th. It's some cats that's just stuck on 7 Mile. Yo, if you one of them cats, get off your ass, bro. I just told this homeless dude the other day. Bro, you can do it. You still got your sense. You still got all your limbs. You not out here talking to yourself crazy. You young. I had the cat tell me his birthday. He was 29. I, I believe his name might have been Felly, you know what I mean? But um, but that's beside the point, man. He when I told him that, he looked at me like no one had talked to him like that since a kid. He, you know, he, he said, me? I said, yeah, you can do it. He said, how? I said, I don't know how. I said, you gotta walk over to that subway and ask for a job and explain to them your situation and let them know that you're trying to get on your feet, that you have to keep on going. The only person you got is you. Bro, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And when you waste your mind, the devil is at play and the devil got time. Now you end up, you know, th th that talk right there, that, that I hope that encouraged him to go to Subway the next day instead of robbing some old lady purse. You know, we was at the gas station when it happened and, and the gas tended was trying to tell me was trying to tell all of us, yo, get up, get off, get off the property, get off the property. After I had honestly just came in and gave him twenty dollars to fill up my car, and now I'm sitting out here conversating with these people, and you got your door locked, you flashing lights, you telling everybody skedaddle, but I'm trying to get these people encouragement, bro, because if they grab a rock and break that glass, your flashlight not gonna blind them. You know, I had to turn on my brights on my car. I said, nigga, I got a bigger flashlight. That flashlight don't do nothing, bro. Relax. Relax. Took him a second, but then he finally got it. You know what I mean? So it's just... Hey, bro, I need you to close that door, bro. Come on, man. So, man, just back to it, man. It's just... Yeah, man, I, th I think that's it, man. I mean, I can give y'all a quick little run through of, of whatever else we got to go through, but I just really wanted to, nothing much happened that much to me in the news, man, you know? 
Um, I tried out another little uh, a little black spot called Broadway Grill, a black-owned restaurant. Ah, it, it was okay. It was okay. I wish they would have chopped up a little bit more. But if you're downtown on 6th and Broadway and you need a place to go, it, I would recommend it. It's, you know, it was affordable. $9 for a little steak and rice. I actually had the chicken and rice. They got veggies. You know what I mean? And, um, dude, amazing. So, with that being said, Denny, man, I'm so, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. To, I'm so glad you're coming home, man. My cousin, you know what I mean? He just got his papers to come home, man. He went from doing life to doing 17, man. He almost on his way to the halfway house. And, uh... It's, it's, it's many podcasts to come, man. We're going we gonna to definitely shoot a couple with him. I can't wait for him to bless y'all with the game, man. And uh, shout out to Wallow267. Shout out to Gilly the Kid. Million dollars worth of game. If you haven't checked them out, go ahead and check them out. Excellent podcast. Um, you know, and I got a question, man. <laughs> this question came up because, you know, I saw... I happened to see an image of Tiger Woods receiving some type of honor medal from Trump. And he had a smile on his face. But just three weeks ago, I remember seeing social media just praise Tiger for winning the the Masters. And more so, black community praised him. And I understand the black community is very forgiving. But... Don't be foolish. You know, I can't really forgive somebody who says I'm not black. Bro, you look black. Your hair look like mine. Your skin looks like your like looks like mine. Your father Looks like mine. You're black. I'm not black. I'm Cablasian. Huh? Bro, you was better off just saying Blasian, bro. Why did you have to make sure that the caucus part was in there? (laughs) Who's done more for the culture, man? This is my question, man. Who done more for the black culture? Kim K or Tiger Woods? I mean, you may find it to be a silly question. I understand. Tiger has done phenomenal things in a white sport. Kim has also set black people free. Kim has also uh, exploited the game. Kim has also made 400 million off of a video app. And she's known to be a video vixen. Giving women inspiration. She's also married a black man, encouraging interracial relationships. She satisfied many of y'all lonely nights. <laughs> you dig? So who's really done more for the game, bro? Somebody who can't wait to be accepted? Hey, uh, this is this is Tiger. Listen. Or Sexy Kim. Who, who freeing 
people that got life in jail. You know, these are just the questions that run through my mind, man. But, um, you know, what we on? What minute we on? We on 32, man. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up, man. We're going to we gonna go ahead and ride out. Go ahead and ride out to this Nipsey, man. Kim. Baby girl, way to step up to the plate. I, I, I can't believe I just did a whole podcast on Kim. Like, I wish it was more exciting news, but... This one really took me for shock, baby. I I saw you when you did your lawyer thing, but for you to execute. It was one thing like months ago when you did your thing with Shorty, with President Trump. That was cool. I didn't really follow up on that. I didn't really know too much. But this one? Life? Cocaine? Black males? Free? Okay, Kim. Okay, Queen, I see you. We're going to go out to this, man. Y'all don't think I'm too petty, though. Nappy Headed Kings Podcast. I don't know what episode this is, but hey. Queens and Kings. Have a great week. I'll see y'all next Thursday.